Hello, this is Stephen Dominguez, BS, in the BS Podcast Network. Please enjoy this fine, fine podcast. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond is a familiar dimension. Not one of sight, but a dimension of sound and of the creative mind. You're moving into a land of artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. You've just crossed over into Magic Our Way. New Orleans, present day, amid the ever-changing landscape of the Disney fan life, two men, a musician and a visual artist, tackle the news, the rumors, and the dreamings of the day. Now joined by a comic book writer and a travel agent, they will bring you new insights and tease out new thoughts of the films, the parks, and the community at large. Tonight's episode will take you beyond the formats of most podcasts and calls upon the listener. This, you may soon realize, is a listener-driven podcast, heavily influenced by its Moican nation waiting for you. They invite you, if you'd care, to reach out via social media, email, text, or voicemail. So let's go make some magic. Jumbo, everyone, and Harambe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Wakanda forever. <laughs> you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff www.magicarway.com is where you'll find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Was that R2-D2 screaming in yes, the Yes, something he got electrocuted at. What was that? <laughs> Who had R2-D2 pumped in? That was my ringtone. That was your ringtone. Oh, it uh, came through cool. loud and clear. I was like, R2! Wow. R2's <laughs> a listener. It's like, wow, when did you tweak the opening? <laughs> well, anyways, uh, since you, you spoke up first, uh, we'll, we'll introduce this guy. Show me the money. Here comes the money! Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money. It is, Mr. I know more than your friends. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely. Travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's Benjo over the chair. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe himself. Professor of gyrotechnics, a.k.a. a gyrocologist, Lee, DJ, white cheddar, Papa Smurf of Vika. No hassle, Vika. How you doing, Lee? Man, you just you guys complain the show's good for two hours, but you spend like 45 minutes with my entry. So I have to, I might have to stop getting nicknames. <laughs> well, I mean, you just like, do so much to stand out on this show. I mean, we, we I haven't know, even come like up every with... Every time I turn around, it's like, oh, here's a new nickname well, for Lee. Well, look, I, the length of your nickname corresponds with the length of your beard. So as long as you're growing out that beard, I'll just keep ah, adding... I'm growing it out. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if one day you chop it off, it'll just be like Lee. <laughs> <laughs> At the most. <laughs> oh, man. And the next person we have on our show is... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the power! 
You know the story, it's all about the glory. And it is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing good, as always, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? And how Mama Week is doing out there? It's very appropriate that we save you for last today because that's the whole theme of our show, isn't it? Yes. Yes, we're looking forward to discussing a particular movie, a little movie, a little movie that came out this past weekend. Little movie? Yeah, just <laughs> a, it's a itty bitty. It was, bitty. It was nothing. A couple it's, hours. It's like a little, you know, it's a little itty bitty movie and it's no big bit. deal, right? Probably nobody ever saw it. I mean, you, you know? blink and it was gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you blink was gone. It wasn't, you know, I'm sure the theaters were packed. I'm sure it didn't, like, break any, like, money records nah. or anything. It probably didn't do any of that, right? Nah, I'm sure I feel pretty did more money than this movie did. That's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, one week at the zoo, you made more money. Yeah. <laughs> one week chasing that poisonous frog at the zoo, you making more money. I was trying to capture it, but it just kept getting away from me. Yeah, guys, just uh, Google Audubon Zoo and Frog, and then it'll pop up with the story of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Eli is working in very hazardous conditions. Yes, that's my life. <laughs> Still Never better than spending a weekend with your ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, I had to do that the other week. So you know, it's, oh. like, it's like, hey, where we gonna get this? Where we gonna get that? Like, you look, you know what? My blood pressure's already shot up too high. Got to walk away. Somebody bring me back to that poisonous frog. Yeah, <laughs> give me a soul gem. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, people that also get hazardous pay, or what we're about to talk about with the movie Infinity War that just came out. Hopefully they get a hazard to pay from, I don't know what, government or something. But uh, yeah, that movie just came out to open up the summer blockbuster season. So guys, that's what we are about to talk about. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, the summer blockbuster season for 2018 has officially begun. And uh, this is uh, the April 2018, uh, in which the movie in Avengers Infinity War has been released. Ten years in the making, all the movies leading up to this point, Thanos arrives on the scene. Everybody's, well, not everybody's in the movie. But most everybody's in the movie. That was a, that was a little perplexing at first. That was a little perplexing, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, this movie has been released. It is out there, ready for your viewing. Um, many people are just uh, freaking out over it, especially a one of our own weekends, Officer Weekend himself, yeah, sure. uh, called in uh, the minute after he viewed his, his, uh, the movie. So I know he's itching to talk about it, and I know he's itching to listen to what we have to say about it. So uh, this is Officer Weekend right after he's seen the movie. Greetings, Moweekends. This is Kurt here. Guys, just leaving the theater after seeing the very first showing of Infinity War Thursday night. And all I can say is, oh my God. <laughs> this movie is insane. It was a packed house. Theater ran a whole gamut of emotions throughout the whole movie, two and a half hours. There was crying, there was yelling at the screen, there was cheering, there was applauding. You have some awesome visual moments, you have some unexpected returns, and yes, we may even have some bad moments in the movie. Nothing that makes you regret seeing this thing. This is an awesome movie. Ten years in the making. I can't wait to see it again. 
And I also can't wait to hear what all of you have to say about it once you're out here. So, hopefully that'll be soon. Talk to you later, guys. Well, thank you, Officer Mawika, for calling in and leaving that message. And uh, we're very eager so to talk about crying, it. There was screaming. There was screaming. There, there was, screaming, there was, was crying. Laughing. Then Kurt got kicked out of the theater. Babies were being born. Babies cried. Babies were conceived and delivered. <laughs> and the amount of time it took. And then babies were being thrown at the screen. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> My beard grew three inches. That's reality. He was pointing out that he saw the very first showing of it. So I guess that would have been like, what, a seven, eight o'clock showing? Must have been, yeah. On Eli Thursday and I night. saw it on opening day as well. We saw an 11 o'clock showing. And there was none of that. There was some laughing, but there was no one was applauding. No one was screaming at the screen. No, no one. There was, but that's not because the movie wasn't good. It's just that at you know two in the morning, yeah, at, at roundabout <laughs> when it was wrapping up. I mean, you only have so much energy. I mean, people were like, yay. like they, you could tell they were trying to get out their emotions, right. but they were just they were spent. Yeah. yeah, it was it a hard day. Yeah. It caught him up a little bit. It did. You know, what I know of the Dizzy Cruise, I'm sure the people in the Dizzy Cruise boat, wherever they were, were the first ones to watch the movie. Before, oh, that's true, before yeah. Before Officer Week, to be fair. Now that, now that I know they do that, but, the, you know, the people in the boat can't really communicate with anybody, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. In order to spoil it, they have to, like, pay $2,500 <laughs> to have internet access. <laughs> you really got to well, be committed. Was, <laughs> as much the as, the, uh, as I've seen on social media, everyone talking about this, if... It seems like if you were on the ship, you probably would have jumped over the ship and committed suicide after watching this movie. Like, everyone is so depressed right now. Well, before, really? before we get into movie, since you brought that up, before we get into this, I uh, figure let's do a quick little exercise here. Instead, in lieu of opening let's statements. Do spoilers. Let's do, all spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's spoilers. do that. So, guys, this is a spoiler mm-hmm. review. Uh, uh, you can't review this movie without spoiling it. And I know there are people who, yeah. like, are waiting to see this movie. But good luck. Yeah. People are talking about exactly. it everywhere. It's like, this is one of those kind of movies where you don't wait because, I mean, when you see it alone in the theater, <laughs> it's not the same. You don't have yeah. that. And granted, like I said, it, people were spent when we watched it, but there was still a wave of yes. emotion that carried yeah. through. No, that was, it was pretty cool. So uh, let's do this exercise. In lieu of opening statements, I okay. wanted to try this. Oh. I wanted to see... Having to be an experimental. Yeah, just be experimental. All right, all right, what you got, bro? What I want to see Switch if we up. can uh, describe our feelings of the movie in three words. <laughs> our feelings of the movie in three words. Yeah, our Why thoughts three words? words. I don't know. I just picked a random oh. number. Is that good enough? Or should I, I do I five or three? I don't know. Uh, I, I thought about doing it like, you know, name no, that tune. No, it's like, it, I can name this movie in like four words. Like, I can do it in three. Screw you, I can do it in one. I can do it in three words. Yeah, I, I figure it's three good. That, yeah, I can okay. do it in three yeah. words. All right. Roller coaster ride. Roller coaster. Yeah. That's how good those three words are. <laughs> it's just <'cause laughs> right. So, okay, Danny, roller coaster ride. Yes. Yeah. Eli, what do you got? You got some? Emotionally eye popping. Emotionally <laughs> eye popping. I like it. Yeah. Lee? What just happened? <laughs> WTF. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mine is what happens next. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, not. I'm not by. I'm not. You know, if you've seen social media, if you've seen the movie, you know, everybody's calling this like a cliffhanger, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Well, I mean, to me, my opinion, the, the movie just does what the other movies kind of do, which kind of leads you to the next thing, to the next thing, right? So, I think what happened there happened. I mean, it's not a cliffhanger. It's only because we know that there's a second part coming, which I don't know if that enhances or decreases the power of the movie. Well, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you I just see what saw you're it, and you were just like... And just a little backstory, I bring up the whole cliffhanger thing, because I'm seeing that all over social media and stuff, people talking about the movie. It's a cliffhanger, cliffhanger, what? It's like... It's not a cliffhanger. It's no like a cliffhanger to me. You know, I'm sorry. No, that I mean, did his job. <laughs> the, the only question is, how are they going to undo everything that you they just did? Yeah, I, I have... That's, if, if that's what you want to consider to me a cliffhanger is oh my god what happens next you know exactly what's going to happen next right yeah you just don't know in what method they're going to go oh, about it, it. Right. yeah yeah and yeah. just to clarify when i say what happens next it's not in the in, in the scope of a cliffhanger it's like i want to know what happens next because if you watch the end scene of the movie um who does he text Guys, who does he? Who does he? Who does Fury text? Oh, I just gave away a spoiler, but I gave you a warning. Screw you. Um, <laughs> who does Nick Fury text just before he says "mother"? He, and he disappears. He texts I, uh, Captain Marvel. Captain I looked Marvel. at Eli when I saw that. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of what I was like. Oh, really, Miss Marvel? Is it like I was waiting? It, I was. I thought an X was gonna pop up on the screen that Fox deal had that would have been awesome gone through and that'd the be X-Men. a hell of a way to release that release, awesome. release that oh, dude, huh? I, I would have bought a gasket if that would have happened Miss Mar I mean she had nothing to do with the Infinity Gauntlet no. comic book at, at all which no. I guess okay fine that's a, but I mean she hasn't even been introduced I mean the best thing to me about Captain Marvel was when she died and gave Rogue all her powers and made Rogue cool right yeah. right and and that was and that's I'm, not even that version no, of, of yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, so. that's, that's the thing about the whole Captain Marvel thing. It, it kind of throws me off because I'm very familiar with the Captain Marvel, I guess, the, the former Cree <laughs> spy. Okay. Uh, that's the one that I, I know. I'm not as familiar with Miss the Miss Marvel. Miss, what's her name? The uh, Candace? Or no, not Candace. Marvel Jenkins. Marvel Jenkins. <laughs> <That's, laughs> she moving up on the inside? Is that Jake is on your mom and daddy's he, side. Yeah, he, twice he, removed. He's the old crotchety janitor in the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that part? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, like, and, and look, I'm sure we'll like, they, they've got such a great success rate that I'm sure we'll like mm-hmm. the new Captain Marvel movie. But I'm just the character in the comics never really did anything for me. No. Okay. I was a little bit disappointed where I'm like, oh, really? Is that what they're building? She's going to be the Adam Warlock. I mean, Adam Warlock in the comics is the one who. Right. Gets to, yeah, gets yeah. to Holland. Although yeah. they introduced him in the end sequence of a, of a movie. And oh, that and never Guardians went anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never Galaxy, went anywhere. Yeah. So. I got to imagine that he's going to come in Guardians 3 whenever that gets released. I, you, I, yeah. He's got to. It has to. It has to be cosmic entities coming in on, yeah. on this next one. I, I can't imagine how they not do that. And the same thing for me. It's like uh, Ant Man. The next Ant Man movie that's slated to come out was it July? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm sure somewhere they got to explain like where he was through all this. And I'm sure Hawkeye is going to be like, making a cameo in there. Yeah, they, they did. They, they did. explained where they were. It was right. b- very brief. It was like a little blow off. Oh line. yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. What's her name? For, uh, Black Widow just mentioned it in the sentence. And that yeah, was very like, casual. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure that's what the you know we're gonna see that side of the story, and I guess maybe at the end of their movie they're gonna be like, "What happened? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going on? Well, maybe oh, we let's should go help. <laughs> maybe we should put some structure to this because I kind of feel like yes. we're all over yes. the place. Yes. We're at the end of the movie, but it's not yes. a cliffhanger. I, I do not. Yeah, go with the yeah. I wanted to start with the cliffhanger argument. just to get that out of the way because we're not. Uh, I'm glad y'all said that because I don't view it as a cliffhanger at all. Couldn't disagree more. Yeah, but um, yeah, some structure. Where should we begin? Where do you want to begin? Should we start from like the opening scene? Do we want to walk the movie all the way through? Do we want to do positives and negatives? I mean, I'm good with positive and negatives. Positives and negatives. This is a long movie. It's so. a long movie. Yeah, it was okay. a very, it was a very long movie. Yeah. Um, well, let's go around the room and uh, some, what did you like about the movies? And we'll start with positives. Well, yeah. Well, if I can start, you can start. Um, the, yeah. the, 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 one I mean, thing, you're Mr. Marvel. 
Here he is, <laughs> Mr. Marvel. Where your sash, brother? Yes, uh, thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Man, nice. It's, it's not like Academy. we have a guy in the room that's all about the comics. Thank you. Oh well, uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I didn't you think about go. that. You're, you are the host. You well, I just, I'm, I'm very going to talk up. about just the opening scene because with the whole thing with Thanos versus the Hulk, mm-hmm. it seemed like they out the gate they wanted to establish the strength of Thanos. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and up at this point, we know that you know Hulk is pretty formidable, right? Yes. Up until uh, you know he meets Thanos. Thanos freaking body slams him on the ground. Mm-hmm. The Hulk doesn't want to come out to play anymore. Right. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So you like that? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, him, that, and then killing Loki, I thought, well, it's like, okay, uh, Thanos is a pretty bad dude. All I right. like the introduction of him. I didn't necessarily like that he beat the Hulk with a couple of quick punches. I didn't like that, but it, it pretty much set up like the rest of us. Like, okay, he had the, at that point in time, he had one Infinity Stone. Right. He didn't even use it. Right. And right. use a couple of punches to take down the Hulk. How am I supposed to take any of the fights seriously from this point on that anyone can win when you dispose of the Hulk like that? I mean, now, yeah, you, they got him over huge, mm-hmm. but now I can't take any of these hand-to-hand combat sequences that Thanos is engaged in for far too long. It's like, really? He just he knocked out the Hulk in a couple of punches. I mean, right. Yeah, and he didn't do too much hand-to-hand, you know, in scenes after that. But yeah, I, I would... Well, I was kind of like, yeah, use the stone <laughs> on the dude. Like, yes, do that. Like, you had already decimated the ship that, you know, Thor and all of his people were on. So it would have been as easy like, if, as long as his hand would have flashed. Like, OK, he just gave him like an eighth of the power of the stone and just popped the Hulk one time and that laid him out. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But the fact that he beat him without even so much as tapping into the, the, the power of the Infinity Stone, that kind of bugged me a little bit because I couldn't take him serious. I couldn't take... Um, the rest any, of the movie seriously. Any other fight that he got, like when he was in the fist fight with Captain America. Well, I just assume he did that half circle A-B-A kind of hit. He was able to actually pull it off for that one instant and then the rest of the movie he didn't. But uh, yeah. no, I, I like the fact that they got him over huge. I thought that was a great way to get him over as to have him dispose of it. I just yeah. wish that one little element of it would have let, left me a little bit more satisfied. Yeah. But the thing, I guess for me, it's, it's like it established like, yeah, these people are going to lose. Yes. <laughs> you know, there, there's no doubt there are going to be people that are going to lose and it's going to happen. And, you know, you're, you're not dealing with your run of the mill uh, like Chitauri. You're not dealing with Chitauri or the Mandarin, fake Mandarin kind of shit that right. you've seen in the rest of the movies. Yeah, yeah. it was a very yeah. serious tone to just start the movie off. It was very dark. You know, like, like Michael Jackson and Diana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's got the wind and the light behind him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like that whole like and his different speeches in there, like that was just very, that was very surreal. Like I, I was pretty much captivated the first few minutes. Uh, like you know Thor just being completely weak and just incapacitated. Yeah, yeah, and 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 one thing I liked was that I saw Thor Ragnarok and like I enjoyed that movie, but it was like you know it was it was humorous. But it was like, I liked the version of Thor that they had in that sequence. Like, okay, yeah, the jokes are gone. Like, you know, no need to be cute. This dude's about to kill you. He's, you know, he killed your brother. He's beating up the Hulk. Oh, he was still funny in that sequence, though. I, I mean, but it wasn't as over the top. No, it wasn't as over the know? top. But there was that part where all of a sudden Loki makes the Tesseract appear. And he's like, oh, you're a bad brother. <laughs> <laughs> you're bad friend. Bad friend. Yeah. I mean, it, but it, I guess it's the thing of I, I like that they kind of said, hey, look, yeah, we're not going to have that light tone uh, starting out in the first few minutes of the movie. But it was scared. The Black Order, the 
the, the cats that were with him, Thanos is his buddies, his buddies, his henchmen, his, his kids, students, yeah. his disciples. All right, well, his now you're lovers. You're all over the place too now. So I'm, sorry, you no, just I'm just saying that three intro. different. Yeah, no, 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 because the Black Order. That's definitely something I wanted to touch on as a positive in the movie. As that blew me away. I the Black enjoyed, Order. Yeah, yes. that was pretty neat. That is the first time I want to say that we've really seen subordinate villains like mm-hmm. really played up well. Like usually it's a it's a army of similar clone robots or mm-hmm. aliens or something they actually took the time to establish each of these individuals i don't really even know that you really catch their names right no. i think once or twice i think and i know he referred to the to the maw at one point in time yeah ebony maw yeah yeah i remember him doing that then and i love that guy that guy was great he was creepy as hell yeah which one, which one is he he's uh he's he was, the one that's like Shh. like the main one oh, yeah, like the, the, one that, the one that was messing with dr Strange. yeah he was yes. like a, he was a fraser crane of the group <laughs> <laughs> um i liked him man he was pretty bad yeah, yeah. Just, it had like a four horsemen kind of yeah. quality like if, if you took like the death eaters from harry potter mm-hmm. and mixed them with like the four horsemen or, or i'm trying to think of like uh, it, it kind of reminded me of, like a he-man villains you know like uh like the the hordak and the evil horde like he had his henchmen who believed in the cause <laughs> i like that each of them you knew their personalities yeah yeah without them even having to say much and right. they got over huge with me i love that i would have liked to have seen more uh, fights like that where you needed the Avengers to team up to take on one of, one of these guys. I mean, you got to see a little that way with Captain America, yeah. Falcon, Vision, and uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, exactly. And they, they just took on two of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it took everything they had to, to take them down. And same thing when you saw uh, which, uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man. All right. Uh, well, I guess Bruce Banner didn't really help out all that no, much. He did, he did much. No, but <laughs> yeah, the, the Bruce visuals. Banner needed some Hulk Viagra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Hulk. What did happen? Oh, this never happens to me. Well, there is a joke about that somewhere. I think performance. Somebody spent uh, yeah, performance yeah, anxiety. Kind of like the, yeah, but the the visuals of those guys, the Black Order, the Black Order. Yes. that's exactly how they look in a comic book. Like. And they were exactly style everything. Like I was like, holy crap! Like that was like watching the book literally come to life awesome. without the oh well. Look, this color won't work because in the comics it's too loud. If you put it in the mm-hmm. movies, like that's exactly how they looked. Like that was freaking me out. And they weren't even in the Infinity Gauntlet books. Like, no, they, they were like uh, it, it, they were in a book later. It was called Infinity, just mm-hmm. plain Infinity. Yeah. But yeah, what a great addition. I like them. I would. I like to have seen them come back for the the sequel. But I think they're all. Dispatch. I think there's three that are still alive. There's only two that really died. I think, isn't it? Um, got to see the one flew. No, one guy did. died. I, I thought they all. They, they, all, they all died. Yeah, Black Dwarf is the huge guy. He got eaten up in the in the shield. The shield. Mm-hmm. Your boy, you, the other dude, the intellect, the Fraser Crane, got Fra- killed. Well, he, yeah, got, he, got, he got sucked got in the sucked out. He got sucked in. But the, the girl, she she got like run over, run over. Yeah, because she splattered oh, blue blood right. everywhere. She did. She yeah. did. She did. She I, did. I didn't like that ending for her, but I like the other that guy character. got stabbed through the heart by Vision. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's right. Maybe they did it all that. Yeah, all that. Or something. Yeah. Now I remember that we so, watched Thanos bring back Vision. So I mean, who's to say he can't bring back the Black Order? I don't get the impression that Thanos has an attachment to these people. Right. Although, you don't attach with nobody. <laughs> well, not not necessarily. I mean, there is somebody you're supposed to believe that he has an attachment to, but I guess we can that later. He cried. the table. We're yeah. talking about yeah, that yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Well, so we'll I said the later. Black Order. Eli, you said like two or three things in there. I'm not sure. I was just following with you, but I mean, the, the biggest thing for no, me... No, I was I, talking about before I said the black... I was copying off of what you said because you started off talking about 
Thor and uh, oh, just had the humor and just kind of yeah. like went away. And then you went in the yeah. black. Is, uh, I thought we were each going to do like one a piece, you oh, know, I'm and sorry. just kind of go through. We're hitting a positive. Yeah. I just yeah. got excited. Yeah, yeah, no positive. Look, the biggest thing for me was like the visuals. Like I mean, like Danny's right. When we saw the movie it was late, so I didn't really like be like, holy crap. But there was some parts I was like. God, did that just happen? <laughs> did I just watch that? Like, yep. when he did the thing, he made the moon, like, break apart. Yes. And then, like, it went all at Iron Man. Like, I don't know if Danny heard me. But I was like, oh, like, that <laughs> blew me away. Like, oh, I, like, I actually use that as a term now. Like, when I went to work the next day, I was like, man, y'all pissed me. I'm going to throw the moon at you. Like, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know that was you. I was like, who climaxed? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> okay. I was like, holy crap. So my popcorn. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's no moon. Popcorn. Almost, that was, he buttered your popcorn. Almost had another baby. That was, uh, that was, that was good. Like, but the, yeah, the That's visuals. That's no moon. <laughs> just, yeah, that and uh, like, you know, the, the scene. Okay, the scene that got me the most. I mean, well, no, the moon scene got me the most. But the second one was pretty much like the. When he had the reality stone, mm-hmm. like that was a nice swerve. I mean, yeah. I know before we talked about like Civil War, it had like 20 different swerves, but that was a real good swerve. Like I totally was just bought yeah, all I forgot that about story, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then he turned everything. He's like, yeah, I already got this story. I'm like, oh, <laughs> That man. was brilliant. Yeah. Yes. And the visuals of him like really using the Infinity Gauntlet in a way that required some imagination, kind of like what you saw in the book where... Manis felt like she turned into like confetti rolls of mm-hmm. again. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, and Drax, uh, he just fell apart in like these blocks. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That that was awesome. But again, you saw that in the books. You saw him, you know, use the Infinity Gauntlet in that kind of way instead of engaging in so much hand to hand combat, which mm-hmm. I kind of felt like he did a little bit more than what he had to in this. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing was too is uh, story wise, it was like watching. How you say? It. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's like. Well, hold up now. You what? see now. You keep doing this. Okay, sorry. You, you did Thor and everything before that, and you go into visuals. And now you're getting the story. Can Lee speak? Oh yeah, go ahead, Lee. <laughs> one a piece. One a piece. One a piece. One a piece. All right, Lee. You. I'm just happy. Yeah, I'm glad hey, you have. I ain't mad at. I ain't mad at you because I know you've been waiting <laughs> all this time for this movie to come out. So I'm I'm glad that it lived up to your expectations. I'll just say that because it's nothing worse than like you've been waiting for something to come out and then you watch you like, damn, that sucked. But uh, true. Now, I think that what I like the most somewhere. about this movie, especially <laughs> someone who's, especially someone who's not the biggest, you know, doesn't know the most about the comic books and things like that, is like, no matter who you liked, you got to get involved with their character and their part of the movie. So, like every time Guardians were on, I was like into the movie big time. And so, if you're a big Captain America fan, you knew you were going to see some badass Captain America stuff. If you like. You know, Iron Man, you knew you were going to get some good Iron Man stuff. Mm -hmm. So everyone, you got to see, like, the best of everybody in one movie, which I guess is the whole idea of the movie. But to me, that was like... Like a buffet. Not a big fan. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, let me get a little more, uh, let me get a little more turkey. Oh, there's some mashed potatoes. More Kung Pao shrimp. There you go. Yeah. Little obli without the That's what I like most about it is that you got to see whoever your favorite character was, you got to enjoy them on the screen. Well, unless you're like Um, Hawkeye. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye or Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sure. I, I felt uh, I felt Captain America got shortchanged big time in this movie. I, I thought don't, so too. Yeah, I don't really think that you got well, near I think enough. Iron Man. You think Iron Man got the most screen time? Would you say? 
Iron Man, Doctor mm. Strange, Spider Man, Spider Man. But they were uh, like the most central part of the storyline. Yeah, that was that was a little tricky. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. he really wasn't. I mean, Black Panther wasn't really all that no, no, involved. No. You're right. Thor would got a lot of screen time. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Thor was huge. Thor and the Rabbit. Yeah, he, he yeah. was a huge fan <laughs> <and> a Rabbit. Called <laughs> <laughs> him Rabbit like. Sweet times. rabbit. And I will say, like, rabbit. Sweet I rabbit. feel like I had to watch this movie like ten more times just to figure it out. Like what? Like what did it? Like there's just so much going on, and two and a half hours went like that. Mm-hmm. There was no drag time, at least not that I felt. No, it was no. constant. Yeah, yeah. I told Dana the same. In. Yeah, I told Dana the same thing. I was like, yeah, I didn't feel it. Only no. time I got up to use the bathroom was like when the credits started rolling because I knew there was one end scene at the very yeah. end, so that gave me time to run to the bathroom and come back. It was one of those things to where I felt like as long as that movie wasn't, I, I felt it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I didn't feel the time at all. Like particularly when you got to the scene with the dwarf and then creating this, the the um, the, the axe. I kind of felt like it dragged a little bit there. So I felt the time a little bit, but it was so good that. If at the very end there, the Russo brothers would have popped up on screen and said, hey, look, you can wait a year and we'll, we'll give you the other half of the movie. Or if you want, you can sit tight for another hour and a half and we'll show you the rest of this. <laughs> I think unanimously the whole theater said, yeah, we got another hour and a half in us, sure. Yeah, it's like, it's like the Magic Eye yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're already here. Why not listen? Yeah. Okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So... Uh, should we go ahead and jump into negatives just to get, make a round of those? Or? Oh, I want to say one other positive well, thing. You want to say more positive? Okay. Yeah, so if we just right, positive. doing a bunch of positive things. Yeah, let's okay. positive. Right, we'll keep going. Let's right, get positive. Thor has fast become my favorite Avenger. And I yeah. never saw that coming. He was never my favorite character in the books. Didn't really care that much about him, but Chris Hemsworth's portrayal of him, he is so funny but then he gets deep. Like, I had no idea how much that man had lost. And so you got that scene where you got Chris Hemsworth playing to an imaginary raccoon. Yeah. Talking about how he's lost his mother and his brother and his father and his home world and everybody from his home world. And it's like, oh, man, there's this deep sorrow that exists within him. But then, yeah, then he's like, sweet rabbit. 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 I'll take the rabbit. He's the captain. Yeah. And then there was this part there, like, they're talking, uh, like, Groot says something and he talks back to Groot and Rocket's like, you can understand him? He's like, yes, they taught Groot on Asgard as an elective. <laughs> it is an elective, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> My favorite line in that entire movie, again, was Thor. And it was, uh, there was that part where they're on the ship with the Guardians of the Galaxy and, and He's like, yeah, the Avengers are on it. And they go, who's the Avengers? And he's like, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And Manus goes, oh, so Kevin Bacon. It's like, uh, yeah, he might be on the team. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> now, my whole exchange with Thor was uh, like when they're, you know, he has to open up the iris. Yes. And yeah. I guess uh, Peter Dinklage is just like, yeah, something to the fact that he might, it might kill you. Um, and Thor's like, only if, only if I die. Yeah. And he's like, that, that's what kills kill me. Kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's his humor is effortless mm-hmm. he ever since thor ragnarok i mean I, I love thor ragnarok i did not expect i did thor was just my like third or fourth i think he's the funniest one oh, right he's now great. he's yeah. funny his character is deep i mean there's so much uh complexity to that character and he's suffered more than i would say any right. of I, would, I would agree with that too yeah, yeah. he suffered more than anybody else and I, and I would I would agree with you with trying to open up the like you said the forge uh, for the star. I mean, you forget also how strong he is, mm-hmm. you know, because you like you say you got the Hulk, you got all this uh, technology from Stark and everything like that. But it was like yeah, that part where he was like yeah, I just burned to death. I was like I fell for him because usually I you know when I see all the other Thor movies, I'm like well he's Thor, so 
whatever's gonna happen, he's just gonna crush it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in that part, I was like, how dick you gonna make it? Like you know, and I like that part of a of a superhero flick or a show, or whatever. Where you forget for a split second that that hero is going to you know make that endeavor happen. Well, you know what they've. I think what they've done effectively is like uh, Captain America used to be the heart of the Avengers, but since he got kind of shortchanged, Tony Stark has now become the heart. I mean, he used to be the the, the comic relief. He used to be the the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thor has totally taken over that role, and Tony Stark <laughs> has taken over the. Uh, I gotta the, be serious. I gotta have babies. I gotta. Well, get yeah, the heart of the Avengers. Well, you know, Captain America is now just the tough guy. He's just the muscle. He, well, he's out. He's taking the Thor role. I mean, it's crazy. Even Thor says, oh, you're copying my beard, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of copying, that whole exchange between him and Star-Lord. Yes. Where he lowers his voice. <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> I'm <laughs> mocking you. <laughs> you lowered your voice. You did it again. No, I'm not. This is my voice. That was it. Like, the best dynamics in the movie took place between, it was either with Thor or it was with Tony Stark. Tony Stark, It was, yeah. it was Stark and, and Star-Lord, Thor and Star-Lord, Rocket and Thor, um, Stark and Strange. Yeah. You know, it, all the best dynamics, it, it seemed to revolve around those two characters. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Yeah. yeah I, I think that, that, that matchup with Thor, Groot, and Rocket was my favorite matchup in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I always love Rocket. Um, he yeah. had some pretty cool lines too. Like, yeah, here's an eye. You probably want to watch that. I love that. I, I had a good laugh. <laughs> that. He, snuck it, he snuck it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a very ready as his eye, though, by the time he said that line. That was a very oh, subtle man. way of, yeah. of saying, yes, it was up my ass. <laughs> so, just an update. You probably want to clean that but a little bit. The way, they, you know. the way they introduced the Guardians of the Galaxy in that movie, when they just zoom in through space, jamming to Rubber Band Man. Yeah. Oh, that man. was yeah. cool. I'm yeah. like, man, I that's where I mean, was yeah. that song on Guardians 2? <laughs> I would have taken that over Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. That was awesome. I and liked it there. That made me happy when I heard it. I was like, yeah, shake up the Guardians. Dude, yeah. I was jamming at that. I was like, oh, shit, I gotta go download that song mm-hmm. after. And I like that they were all singing to it. Yeah. Like, kind of. Yeah. Except for Groot, who's playing the Defender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game. That was that was cute. That was awesome. I like the Defender game. Yeah, like, I'm going to toss that thing. I'm like, I know what you feel because I have a teenager that uses the phone. We were talking about Teenage Groot, though, last time when we watched uh, Guardians 2. Oh, the we end scene? We were making jokes about how uh, you know Teenage Groot was going to be. And mm-hmm. there, lo and behold, there he is. You got some acorns on you, kid. I, w- I would also say another positive was uh, I did like having to see Thanos go on the quest to actually get the gems. I mean, I'm not saying I was rooting for the bad guy, but that was like a real... I didn't realize how central that was to the movie, you know, to try to, I guess, build him up to, to a certain extent. Because actually, if you took that quest out, that probably would have shaved off a good hour, you know, yeah. right right there. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think you're 100% right on that. That was one of my favorite parts is to see how he acquired each and every single gem. I mean, and when you... In the Infinity Gauntlet book, I mean, he just has the gems. Right. And right. There, there's like a separate book where they explain how he gets them all, but it's nowhere near as well thought out and done as what you see there. Now, the quest to get the gems, that was a movie in and of itself. That was awesome. Yeah, that was. A, you probably could have split it up into each of, each movie itself. Uh, you know, you yeah, could have. If you wanted to. And then maybe then you wouldn't have so many crying children in the theater afterwards. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys have like a lot of badass little kids in the theater? I no, 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 I did. Not at yeah. two in the morning. No, 
morning. No. But yeah. I assume. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, I didn't have any. True. I saw it at noon today, and I didn't have any badass children either. Well, it's, what's funny, this is kind of a side story, but so we're sitting there watching the movie, and this whole family comes in, and I swear to God, dude, dad, mom, and like four kids, all of them under age six. Jeez. So throughout the whole freaking oh, movie, really? man, they're, they're, they're running up and down the aisles. They're talking. They're being loud. At one point, kid's playing on his phone. Well, my oldest son gets gets upset, whatever. He has to go to the restroom. He leaves. It just so happens that a friend of ours who's a, a police officer, it's his, he works that job, like his side job. And he was working that night. And he was like, he was telling what happened. And my friend, the cop, came in and was like, oh, yeah, y'all got to leave. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Look at <laughs> Lee lost to Vika, man. Even when he's not working, he's firing children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy crap. And I'll tell you this, man. The kids got, the rest of the theory, the kids got damn quiet after that. Because they weren't saying sh the rest of the movie. Oh, that's good. But yeah, yeah. No, I know a lot of people who are keeping their kids away from this movie. Yeah, I because did. <laughs> yeah, you just you know it's going to be a lot of. You knew a lot of death was coming, and uh, that's what you were well, concerned about is that it would end like that, and then kids have to go home being like, "What do you mean, Black Panther's dead?" Yeah, all these people did. If you didn't read the comic books, did you know that everyone was going to die though? And I think that's the problem. Like everyone walked into this movie thinking it was going to be another like, all right, we get the bad guy, we we win. No, you know, I, I knew. Out. Yeah, no. Even what? Like again, the comic. Uh, I, it, it's hmm. not even close to being on the same level as a comic. The comic. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. It, it. What they do in the comic is so different than what you're seeing here. Um, it's, uh -huh. It doesn't even deserve to be compared. I, I would say. I mean, except for that, that's okay. the source material that like, it came better from. Better or worse? Like. Like they're more. Like I would say, I would say better for the movie. I yeah, mean, and that may be okay. blasphemous in some people's eyes, and I can understand. I think each of them has their own. But I mean, feet to the fire. I enjoy the portrayal here. I enjoyed the story about how he got the stones. I mean, because you got to. Uh, I'm going to go way off topic here, but just if I can sum it up real quick, sure. The the Avengers team up with the X-Men teaming up with Doctor Doom and they all attack and Eli could probably explain this better but I'm just going to do it quicker if I can yeah yeah um, they all attack they all fail and they all get dealt with in time and then the next thing you know there's a next round of celestial beings like Galactus and, and, and the, uh, Eternal exactly yeah. and then they uh, go in and they attack and stuff like that so there becomes a way and, and obviously in these movies you're probably not going to see that happen um, no, unless you want to sit for four hours, right? <laughs> and they haven't even. And you got to have the Galactus movie and the Eternal movie and the Lord Chaos movie and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, for the, the taking it and just saying no, 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 no. This is going to be Thanos versus the Avengers. I think it's better that way. Put it like this: I mean, the comic book was at least a twelve-issue event, and yes. they had like crossover events around that event. So yes. it was a. Needless to say, a pretty huge event. So, yeah, you wouldn't have wanted exactly like it would have been in the comic book. Right. But, yeah, if I saw that, I would have been like, yeah, kid. Because my daughter went and saw it with me. I think that's like the second comic book movie you've seen together. I've been like, yeah, you're not going to school tomorrow because we still have to watch this movie. But so. the, even <laughs> leading up to it, the conversation was who's going to die? Everyone was all asking who's yeah, going right, to die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the buzz around it was all I that. Now, I we'll didn't say hear that, but I, maybe I wasn't paying attention. It just seemed like after this movie came out and everyone saw it, 
all I heard was, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Yeah. Oh, my God, my, my kids are so heartbroken because their favorite character died. I'm like, I didn't know what was happening, but it sounds like from what you guys are saying, you should have known. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. agree. I would agree with that. It's yes. called the Infinity yeah. War, not the Infinity Playlist. No, I mean, look, is, uh, <laughs> if you like are a casual fan of these movies and you don't get sucked into the point where you're like, hey, I'm going to look up a little thing on these characters and learn a little bit more about it. Well, then maybe then you, you sheltered yourself from it. But I, to me, I think the, the big, I, I knew people were going to die. And in the comics, yes, it is true that following this the, the one thing they have in common is Thanos does wipe out half the population. Absolutely. Yeah. The right. only difference right. is, is that in this movie, there's a reason why Thanos does it. That's a little bit more grounded in reality, uh, so to speak. And in the comics, in the comics yeah. he did it to impress a girl. Just, yeah. Death. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. He did it to impress death. So impress like, death, yeah. You know, like have this planet to give me some... Yeah, he was basically like, like none. Yeah, he was basically like, look, I, I got a, I got a twelve carat stone. Yeah, that's not enough for me. I'm better than that. I'm better than Beyonce. Okay, but he, he did get to sit on the countryside and watch the sunrise. So. That was trippy to me. Yeah, and it yeah. was good. <laughs> it was like an old guy that had worked for like twenty years. Like, yeah, like he worked at the postal service. Like, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, I've mean, done my job. Exactly. It was just like now my my journey is complete and I can retire and. Count shoes for a living. I'm good. I, <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, I won't throw the sun on anybody. I'll just look at it. You know, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, I guess if there was any surprise, it's that they again that they had the balls to go ahead at, and say, "Look, we're going to end it with a lot of deaths." Instead of saying, "Okay, we're going to end it. The war is about ready to start. He's got all the the, the whole first whole half is about him getting the stones, and then the second half he kills off half the population, but they come back before the end, so that way no child has to go home." Crying, crying, feeling bad, and everything like that. That may have been like the one thing I was a little surprised at. But you know, it was one of those things that when that's you know, when when all the deaths, when you see Black Panther drop, you're like, okay, hold up, calm down. Like the emotional aspect of it, it kind of left for me mm-hmm. at that point. I mean, even when you see yeah, the only one that really felt like really bad was Spider Man. Yeah, and not even that I like Spider Man, but because he's a you know, he's a teenager. Yeah, he's right. like I'm not ready. He's basically like, I'm not ready to die. Yeah, it's too young to go. Like, crying basically. That, that would kind of hit me in my throat a little bit. You know, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else, like, okay, I guess this is the way the movie's going to end. Everyone's going to die. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, at that point in time, it's like, okay, well, we all know everyone's coming back. There's no real gravitas. There's no real um, stakes. Right, right, because you know there's another half, right? you know, Well, not just that you know that there's another half, because you know that a Black Panther 2 is coming out, that a Spider-Man 2 is coming out, that a Guardians 3 is I mean, coming out. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, true. Hell, Coulson came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it really took it away. It's like, like if you saw like Bucky die and you saw Falcon die and you saw uh, War Machine die, you might be like, oh, shit, they're really not coming back. But because like people who have entire franchises built around them that sequels have already been announced to, it's like, okay, call everyone calm down. It's just <laughs> All right. They, they went so over the top here that we know where this is going. I mean, they basically, the only ones left standing were the original Avengers. Right. Yeah, that's and, the thing. It wasn't like the main, main characters that yes. kind of bit it. It was just like these other cats. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to see them die, but yeah. All right, so if we... Have we delved into the positives enough? Do we want to delve into the negatives? Or are we? Uh, I think so. I can't. I can't think of anything that anything else. Yeah, anything I got my moonlight out. I just been. wanted to say the thing about the moon that blew me away. So yeah, well, I'm good. Yeah. I will say one thing. Did y'all notice that Tony Stark had Eli's little Motorola flip phone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, "Hey, Tony Stark's got your phone." Man, man, you know, great minds think alike. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably technologically, technically more advanced. However, <laughs> yeah. you spent all that money on the nanites and stuff. You know, he's like, I yeah. got, I got this phone plan. I need the cheap version. I'm with you, Tony. I'm with I, you. You know, it's kind of a. I don't know if it's a, a whole positive, but um, it was kind of a, more of a surprise to see. But I, you know, I, I didn't, re- I, I didn't realize Red Skull was going to be in this one. Oh, oh, that is my major negative. Yeah, major that negative. That one kind of threw me. I was like, oh, so, so Skull's still around, huh? Okay. I hated that. All right, well, good. This this will transition us into the negatives then. Oh, I, um, I can. So I guess, it, like, like say, it wasn't a, it was wasn't really much of a positive for me. It was just like a surprise. I was like, um, I, you know, I, I, I was like, is, is that Red Skull? <laughs> you know, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, can I tell you what? Here's the running commentary on my in my head when Red Skull showed up. Holy, shit, that's Red Skull. This is awesome. What is the Red Skull doing out here well, on this yeah. planet? Out yeah. in this, but these. But this is cool. He's showing. Is he like a spirit guy? Because that doesn't seem like what the Red Skull would. But it's the Red Skull. He's back. And why does he sound funny? Is that really him? Is that Hugo <laughs> Weaving? Where's IMDb? I need to look this up because I don't think that's Hugo Weaving talking to Red yeah. Skull. And what is he doing with the Soul Stone? Because I thought he was with the Space Stone. Or and by that time he threw Gamora off the cliff, and I like lost right. half the movie. I mean, he literally took me out of the movie with that right. because mm. they mind me in, in the way that they use the red skull right right yeah and I, it's like um for me i was like why is he floating like that <laughs> exactly well that's what i was my thing i thought it was going to be the death i thought it was going to be the chick yeah that would have been better that's what i thought was oh, going to happen so, yeah, that would have been so much better well because he's floating and, and like you know in the comics she has the you know the hood and everything like that and, and like the scene where he first meets red skull dressed like that i'm like wow that's a crazy image and I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to take it off. He's going to be like this hot chick that just looks really creepy. And be like, girl, you're so fun. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. That's why you got to go through this quest. But yeah, when Red Skull showed up, I was like, all right, I'm with you. I'm like, hey, that's cool. But no, <laughs> it was so mis. It was so it was unnecessary. It was. Yeah, I felt random. It was a complete misuse of the character. I mean, he's like one of the baddest of the bad guys. And here he is. He's a spirit guy. Yeah, he's of re- sorts. Yeah, I mean. It just didn't feel bad. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm off of them recasting the park. I, I don't know what Hugo Weaving's problem is playing the Red Skull. I mean, he played every an oh, elf in every one of those God Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. He was in those two Matrix movies to, <laughs> off the one good one. I mean, I don't know why he can't, you know, at, if he doesn't like the makeup, at least do the voice. Uh, it was something. Mr. I, Thanos, here's the stone, but, but you must do something to get it. It was just the wrong use of that character. It really was. Yeah, that was the other thing. I thought, like, once they showed him and he was walking with Thanos and Gamora, I thought he was going to try to do some weird kind of Jedi mind trick to, like, get the stone from Thanos or something. Because right. I was like, well, I don't trust the Red Skull. It's the Red Skull. I mean, he scored pretty high on our, you know, evil villain bracket. Very high. So I... I didn't know what to take that, but he was like, yeah. Well, it's kind yes, of funny. I'm just yeah. here. It's kind you know? of funny you say walking because just for listeners that don't know, uh, the guy from Walking Dead, Ross Marquand, took, out, took over uh, as Red Skull for this movie. Oh, wow. That wasn't even planned. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Wasn't even planned. That's so, yeah, story. that's who's playing it from The Walking Dead. Well, good for Ross. It's a great character. If you go weaving as being a dick and he doesn't want to be him again, then they need to recast the role. But. No, that's not the role for the Red Skull to be playing. He should not be no weird. Yeah, that was strange. Spirit animal. Yes. Spirit. <laughs> I know everybody. I know who you are. Like, he's like the brave star. Someone right. like he was born. They could have just easily done like, hey, this is the Soul Stone, and he's talking to the Stone, or like some sort of 
You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like some voice in the sky. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I would have been totally good with that because like it was Simba. like Mufasa. <laughs> 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 you know, it was like because the, the the stone had its own. Basically, the stone had its own. The soul stone had its own planet, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, I have my own rules. If you want to get me, mm-hmm. this is what you have to do. And yeah, the Red Skull. I I, I was like, yeah, it kind of took me. I was cool, but I, I really thought. Death was going to show up, be like, "Yeah, baby, what you got?" Yeah, I mean, considering the role she plays in the comics, I mean, she's integral to that. That would have been a perfect spot to use her as a little cameo. Mm-hmm. You know why he does working. all that? Is it Thanos is yeah. just trying to woo death. He's trying to impress Mistress Death. Yeah, the things we do for love. Yeah, well, death. Did you feel the? That's a negative. Like, did you really feel the relationship between Thanos and Gamora? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really. No. And in fact, I mean, I. I I bought it just because that's the way they laid it out. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I have to believe this because if not, then he wouldn't have got the stone if he didn't really love her. You know, so was it believable? Maybe, maybe not, but you had to believe it because that's what the movie told you. <laughs> nah, well, that <laughs> you know, was... Like, if not, he doesn't get the stone. If he didn't love her and he didn't kill her, someone he loved, then he didn't get the stone. So obviously he did love her because he got the stone. But there was no proof that he loved her. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. wasn't like they played catch together. Or, it wasn't you know, like that yeah. was backed up with prior uh, backstory. No, yes. Yeah, no, I get it. I just, they tried. Like, okay, well, I guess so. They tried to give you a little backstory there, but that didn't really sell me on the idea. It actually looked kind of creepy that of all these people, Thanos sees this little girl and is like, hmm. Yeah. Come here. Come here. You like Put knives? your finger on this. <laughs> <laughs> Balance it out. I'm just going to do genocide on your whole planet. Like, Don't yeah. look there. Look over here. All right. So let's get into the Thanos character then because it, uh, I, a lot of people are applauding the way Thanos was used in this movie. And Eli just touched upon something here. I don't know that I like this version of Thanos. He kind of comes... I mean, I don't know what it is nowadays where, all, where these villains have to have these empathetic backstories that you have to be able to identify and feel for them to the point where they're almost not even villains anymore. And I get it, like it adds some depth to the character a little bit, but I always felt some of the better villains were the people that just did what they did because... That's what they do. That's what they do. I mean, right. like, yeah. why, they say in Scream, why did Hannibal Lecter eat people? Yeah, he, because he, he just did. Why did Michael Myers kill? You know, uh, what, I thought you were going to say because they ran out of barbecue sauce. Right. Did you ever know why Hans Landa decided to you know, murder all the Jews? I mean, you never got a backstory there, and that's what made them so good at being villains is because you couldn't reason with them. You mm-hmm. couldn't talk to them. There was no pragmatic side to them where there was a, a, a human being underneath it all. They were just evil through and through. I don't know why they kind of got away. I figured that if anybody they would have embraced it with, and if anybody deserved it, it was Thanos. And they just went, no, we're going to do the Killmonger route. We want you to, <laughs> we want you to put <laughs> yourself yeah, yeah. in this guy's shoes. That's a very good analogy, yeah. Very good analogy. Well, I mean, the whole, reason behind, the whole reason he's even killing everyone is justified by the fact that he's saving them from starvation and 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 drought and all this other stuff right um you know so it wasn't that it wasn't over a girl <laughs> you and, know? and you he, can argue- even, he even makes it to where it's like hey i know this is something terrible to do but sometimes you have to do things that aren't that great and you know for the better of the mankind and blah 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 but there again if he was that noble of a person why did we get that backstory about him ripping off parts of Nebula and just inserting machinery parts because she would get beat by 
you know, Gamora, Gamora yeah. in these little contests. I mean, it didn't fit with... The, it was like all of a sudden they build him up to be the biggest bad guy in the world who was ruthless and bloodthirsty and just craved power. And it's like, no, he just craves balance. He's not interested in power. He'd yeah. rather just sit on the farm and stare at the moon or yeah, the I mean, sun or whatever. He that <laughs> in Guardian. You know, huh? He was... Like basically, I'm going to bathe the, the planets in your blood. Right, you right. Know? That's what it's I'm like, saying. Oh, wow. When they start yeah. to reveal all this about him, it's like, this is not, I mean... Okay. Touchy-feely Thanos? Yeah, it's like, it's a kinder, gentler Thanos. It's kind of like, oh, he just needs a hug. <laughs> I was I was with you uh, when you say like the Killmonger comparison. I was with you as far as him saying, okay... I was on a planet and I starved a lot mm-hmm. and I don't like that. And, you know, there's no way to fix it except to, you know, eradicate people so more people could eat. But then, like, he was gone on other planets. So that's why I would get lost. Mm-hmm. I would be like, well, just do it to your own planet and then go ahead and have your turkey leg. Call it a day. Yeah. You not, know? not every planet is in the middle of a drought and needs half the population wiped out. Why does this guy seem to believe that every planet deserves the exact same treatment, whether they're dealing with that problem or not? He seems pragmatic. But yet not, and it's just it creates this little thing in my head where I, I, people like it, and God bless them for doing it. And I guess it's a better motivation than just doing it to impress a girl. I, I guess I'll go with that. But I mean, it didn't really, you know, it didn't make the movie bad or make Thanos a bad character for me. I enjoyed uh, Josh Brolin's performance as Thanos, but mm. it didn't. I, it's just like, man, why not just go full bad guy? You know, you never, you never, you never go full bad guy. I don't know, man. I mean, the quest to that get one, the stones. That though, one needed to go full bad guy. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, like, the part where he actually goes on the quest for the stones and then say, all right, well, look, this is something I need to do and I have to do. And taking the uh, the aspect of the, you know, I'm I'm poor and all that. I'm poor and I'm purple and I got all these ridges on my chin. Like, I, I didn't mind the part <laughs> of him just being like, yeah, look, I'm on a quest and I'm doing it. And whatever it takes to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, if they just took that aspect and just... Mm-hmm expounded on that i think that would have made for a stronger bad guy just to be like yeah i'm done with y'all i'm getting these stones and that's it period in the story that's what made the joker such a great villain in batman you had no idea what his motivation is there's nothing that you can give him where he'd be like okay i'm satisfied now i'll just go away and that was the idea the the idea of that a, a maniac a madman who at the slightest whim would just destroy something because he's mad at it would have the ultimate power, the power of a god. But here, I mean, and what he does is terrible, and he wipes off, wipes out half the, uh, the population, but he at least thinks he's right. And that, to me, takes away from the evil of the action that he does. And again, I understand some people prefer that, like, it's like watching X-Men with Magneto. They do such a good job making you sympathize with Magneto that you kind of don't want to root against him. Right. You're kind of rooting for him, but you don't want him to do necessarily what he's going to do, but you also don't want him to get killed in the... Pro- I mean, it's like, it, it creates this weird balancing act where you know, it's, it's not terrifying when he's on screen. You well, know? now you're turning because basically they're turning these villains into zealots. Yes. You know, it's like somebody that has like a, for lack of a better word, a religious cause, mm-hmm. and they see that there's a higher calling to them doing whatever the genocide is, and they're just like, you don't understand, just wait until I just finish you off, and then you'll understand how beautiful the world will be because of me. And, and you'll thank me. Yeah, yes, you'll yes, thank me yes. later if you're still alive. You know? um, yeah, they definitely played a zealot role. I mean, Magneto's one of my favorite villains, uh, absolutely. But even Magneto, to a certain extent, has limitations to where he's like, look, I just want to take out humans. 
because they don't like mutants. But even Where then, Thanos is like, I just want to take out everybody because I'm tired. But even then, uh, Magneto's kind of like Loki. He switches back and forth so many times, you lose track of it. Yeah, well, that's a Loki's yeah. a great villain, but is he a villain today? What, what day is it? You know, it's, it's <laughs> Tuesday. I think he's got the tricks. I'm the goddess of mischief. <laughs> what do you want to see? Mischievous. Look okay, at me. there's a negative. Here's this grand schemer, Loki, with all these fantastic plans and conniving, right. cunning uh, genius where he sets things out. And he, his grand plan to take down Thanos is to hide a knife and attempt to stab him in full view of everybody else in the neck. Right. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I thought I was bigger than that. <laughs> he turned into a big dog I or my something. Blade, I thought my blade was bigger than that. They ran out of... Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I didn't quite like that I didn't as much. buy that Loki. Loki plays the long con. Yeah. He is not somebody who's going to just act impulsively like that. I was hoping that would be like a, a hologram of him or something. You know how like he does mm-hmm. that? I was thinking that would be it, and then Loki would come from behind and maybe do something. Yeah. But th- that none of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, he didn't all of a sudden disappear. No. You know, and I'm just like, oh, man, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, on, on another negative point, a different point, Like we, I think we talked a little bit about, briefly, about Captain America. I, and I, I like Captain America. But I would have liked to have seen some form of the actual Captain America shield. Yeah, yeah that shield was kind of weird, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, he could have had dual... I, this is what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> like, there's, a, there's a version in, in the comic books, and I know we don't want to like, mesh between all the different media and stuff, but there's actually a, 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 a story where he loses the shield it gets broken and he has like a laser version of the shield so when t'challa was like all right we're gonna get you prepared get for this war, man a shield yeah get him a shield i was like oh they're gonna come with a big laser shield or something like well you dude, know what like happened out there you know you know what happened this is a side story in my mind mm-hmm. all right so it's like okay so he said that get this man a shield and then you know the, the two servants like are somewhere. It's like you know it's like a Gildasine or Rosencrantz. They'd be like, uh, he said, get a shield. I was like, I don't have a shield. I was like, well, what are we get a shield from? I said, like, well, we got this thing in the back trunk over here. When we get that one of those, <laughs> like, uh, well, I think that'll work. Is that, is that good enough for Cat Macker? Well, it, it stands. Yeah, well, maybe we'll just give him that. I mean, I, you know, he's not. He may not complain. I don't know. Should we give him? It doesn't look like a shield, but maybe that's the shield. We'll go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, just yeah, give we'll go that. with that. We'll just give him that one, and then you know we, we, we'll make sure we give it to him just before he goes out in the battlefield. That way, the king can't tell us anything, and then we'll just kind of hide. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, what, that's what happened. It's like, yeah, we just got this thing in the back trunk. Let's just use that. Because, like, one of the main things is that, you know, I liked when they introduced him when he was in shadow and he caught the spear. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know, but then he comes out. Like you said, they say, we'll give him a shield and he never throws his shield. Like, that's a Captain America trademark. I don't think that shield is very aerodynamic. I he know. He's got, like, a, an Adventures of Link Zelda <laughs> I kind of shield. That. Yeah, it's like these two baby shields he has on either arm. But I was like, yeah, dude, no, that's not Captain America to be like. I mean, it was like watching this dude fight who was Captain America without being Captain America. It's like the country that has vibranium that makes a shield. Why right? Could, y'all didn't have a shield like, ready to go? You couldn't <laughs> get somebody to just at least paint red, white, and blue on the shield and just say, hey, look, we'll, we'll set that up for no, you. No, 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 no. Hold on. Now, I'll defend that because that was consistent. If you notice about Cap's uniform, he ripped off the star of his uniform and he went all black, like the red and white on his, on his waist. So, yeah, he probably, would, for whatever reason, him he's at odds with his country still. Like, that's why they don't want him. They want to arrest him and stuff well, like but that. But that's the government. I mean, you know, obviously there are elements of the government that corrupt that represents but you throw the shield you're captain america you throw the shield i agree i agree but i don't think you could throw that shield so basically my negative once cap 
So, so basically, one's cap. Oh, does that sound bad? No, go, go, no, go, 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 go. I don't even know what you're trying to say. Weird. It just sounded weird. Don't no worry about it. Go. So basically, <laughs> so basically, basically, my beard's too long, and what happened? Once Cap went black, there was no going back. <laughs> All that for a damn joke. <laughs> oh no! What can you say? <laughs> There's some truth to that, but not in the Infinity War. <laughs> but that was my that was one of my things. I was waiting for him to do that, and he, they gave him something that is like. That's it was Link's shield from Zelda. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what it saw. I saw it. It's not that. Um, I was waiting for the shoot swords or something. All right, I'll give you a negative. Unless you got, you, I you, got one more. But well, we might well, be thinking the same thing. Let's alternate unless you're unless you were still going on that track. No, no, no I have no, a small I'm, negative. All right, you go. Give me yeah, that in there. Right. Uh, when Spidey hops out of the bus uh-huh. and he's hanging on the side uh-huh. doing his thing, it's like nobody saw that. <laughs> nobody <laughs> on the highway saw a kid hanging from a school bus and be like, <laughs> "What the." F- <laughs> all everybody was driving and they just happened to be all looking right not paying attention to where they're driving but nobody saw that little kid hanging out from the side of the bus well, and then jump on the bridge there was a big spaceship there yeah but everybody was driving perfectly straight <laughs> you know nobody's swerving like they were actually you know rubbernecking or slowing down so mm-hmm. somebody had to have been looking forward I don't know. That, that was that was kind of funky me. I, I turned to my wife. I'm just like, nobody saw him. <laughs> and then jump off. The, no, no, really? Nobody's going to, you know. He broke out the And he put on the mask. Bus. And then it's like, you know, nobody noticed that? No, I don't. It was a minor negative for me. I, I, I thought I it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, would you have rather, uh, let's say when, when the Black Order invaded Earth, would you have rather seen some Hulk in there or, or not really? Not a big yes. deal. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. So you was- and I are probably going to the same place with this then. Oh, with, with as far as the Hulk thing? Yes. It probably so. Oh, let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm curious I, to know about this. I think, I don't know what happened, but Mark Ruffalo, like every movie, Bruce Banner gets stupider. I mean, Bruce Banner is supposed to be really, really, really smart. Right. Yeah. And every movie, Mark Ruffalo continues to play, or maybe it's the material he's given. I don't know. Turning to Woody he, Allen. <laughs> he's coming across as a bumbling doofus. He sounds like, like a doofus. Yeah, yeah he's goofy. Yeah. He's definitely goofy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of strange. He, I don't get it. But it was like, yeah, I mean, that was one of the things where I was like, okay, I get it. Thanos whooped you. and You're back on Earth. Because, you know, they sent you through, you know, Idris Elba did his last piece before they killed him. That was that. sad. I was. I like yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah. You know, they killed him. Well, I get that. But, uh, yeah, okay, Thanos is not there. So there are other people there you didn't have to fight. Isn't there a piece of you that says, okay, I can hulk out on this guy? And, like, when they were like, come on, do it, just do it. And he no. was like, like I can't, I can't, I'm scared. I was like, okay, no. cool, I get that. You got to build up the other characters. Doctor Strange. I've never seen him in this form of combat before. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that was neat. That was neat. But then, like, he went to Wakanda. And then there were, like, the aliens that were smaller than him. And he was like, yeah, I'll stay in this Hulkbuster suit. Like, wait, how do you even know how to work a Hulkbuster suit? You can't. <laughs> well, he didn't just... That's a great job. He kind of tripped over his own feet a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was kind of funny. I like, like that. Like yeah, every like, every character is just kind of rolling their eyes at Bruce. There he goes again, dumb old Bruce. That dumb old Bruce. <laughs> Ain't you like, smart? They even say that. It's actually a line in it, like uh, Shuri when they're like, working on the the Mind Stone. Yes, yes. They're like, why didn't you do this and do that? I don't know. We just 
didn't think of it. No, we didn't think of it. And then like, Tony, like the way he would say it even <laughs> sounded like just needy. Hey, Nat. Like when he saw the Black Widow, <laughs> it just, ah, he was just so, I don't know. I don't know why they're playing him up this way. I don't know. Maybe some people may argue, hey, he's seen some things, man. Man, maybe. He's seen some things. I bought yeah. that to a certain degree, but. It was too much, I thought. Yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's like, nah, I get it. He it's, is a genius. Yeah, he could figure out something else. And, you know, even in Thor Ragnarok, he was like, okay, cool. I'm Bruce now because the Hulk's been there for most of the movie. But mm-hmm. in this particular movie, I was like, okay, he's going to show up here, right? He's not? Okay. Oh, he's going to show up here. Yeah. He's not? Okay. Why is he in the movie? <laughs> well, you know, if you saw the trailer, if you saw any of the promotional materials, you see the Hulk running in the background when the Wakandans, like, you know, charge. Oh, you're right. right. The Hulk is there. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, he's going to pop. He'll, he'll get over whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I thought it was Tony right. in the Hulkbuster suit. It, it I was, thought Tony was there. It was, it was Hulk. And they digitally tricked us because in the movie, it was no longer right. the Hulk. It was, it was the Hulkbuster. It was the Hulkbuster suit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was strange. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, that's a missing character for sure. <laughs> you know, and, uh, look, and I like the idea that they're, they're playing into some kind of psychological uh, torment that the Hulk has never been really beat before like this. Yeah, not that, and so now he's got a little bit of, uh, you know, self doubt, uh, PTSD, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. that's better. Not right. the Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it just it seemed like kind of uh, cartoonish that he's slapping. Come on. No, come on. <laughs> that just doesn't seem like. But that's a big part of an Avengers movie or any Marvel movie is the Hulk. Like, I like to see the Hulk as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, it. To me, that was like the Captain America shield thing. It's like, mm-hmm. can I have some of that? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Little piece. Can, can you pour a little Hulk in my hand for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> so missing characters. So Cap shield. Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Yeah. And if I could bring up the other two, okay. of course, you know, Hawkeye, Ant-Man. Yes. I mean, Ant-Man's kind of missing, too. It's supposed to be Hank Pym, but I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. No, right, but right. anyway, still, I mean, yeah, those two characters, now, I not bought, in the movie. I could have bought Ant-Man, because he's locked up. Right, right, yeah, right. Okay, he is so locked I, up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I, th- I can th- do that, that, yeah. Yeah. The idea that something more important was going on that would have kept Hawkeye away when all this was going on, it's a little bit hard to believe. Although, like I said, if you can't find much for Captain America to do, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. We, right, there's not going to be much. <laughs> right. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is probably is yeah, a... Shoot some arrows, you know. Yeah, do <laughs> some stuff, you <laughs> know. Ting, ting. Throw a couple lines out, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing I did not really buy into that much is the whole vision scarlet witch with re- you. yeah relationship i don't know what happened to uh wanda's accent <laughs> oh, <laughs> suddenly wow. she's not russian anymore oh wow i guess i mean oh, did y'all yeah. notice that like yeah. her accent's gone well, i'm with you i didn't even i didn't even pay attention to it. i was just like why y'all still hanging out in scott i know v- vision must have done something to her yeah i guess so uh but i, I didn't really buy that relationship i didn't really feel i was well you know that's magic. something i was reading i was like i was wondering how they would portray that 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 because uh, apparently is it um like from this it's apparently a little more developed in comic books as far as a relationship goes yeah they got yeah they have and, all and that. in this it's like you know a lot of people were wondering how they were going to portray that it feels so it sounds like it wasn't enough 
Yeah. Like, it wasn't developed enough to where it, it's it we it could be uh, bought. And, and Vision was kind of played like a bit of a as well. Like when I he mean, was, he has better powers than that. Yes, for a guy with an Infinity Stone, I mean, he was just getting his ass whipped at every turn. Yeah, I mean, every single time he turned his back, somebody was beating the hell yeah, out. He of got him. stabbed like seventeen times. Yep, died twice. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Stabbed seventeen times, <laughs> like fifty cent. But I agree mm-hmm. that the. The whole thing of taking the Mind Stone out of his head and stuff, I didn't even see the point of that. Like, yeah. when the movie was over, I was like, I don't get it. Like, they had, you know, Shuri there. Okay, she's an engineer. And, mm-hmm. you know, they have Banner. He didn't know what was going on. I get it. Tony Stark was on another planet. I understand it. But that whole sequence where they're just like, okay, we got to protect him from getting the stone out because we don't want to blow him up because leave nobody behind. But it's like, but he's a robot. You can pretty much rebuild him if you needed to. You have the technology. <laughs> right. You know, so it's like you he can was, rebuild him. I'm like them in the movie. They're like, why didn't Scarlet Witch just go down there if she could just lift all of these weird circular, whatever that was, like going back and forth um, in Wakanda? Mm-hmm. She just lift that up. Yeah, she should have been down there. Well, I can buy that. Uh, the, the goal was to yeah, protect him. Yeah, but she was supposed to be protecting him, though. Yeah, so yeah. She, she was like the last line of defense between the... Uh, because, then, again, everyone knew they were coming for the Infinity Stone in Vision's head. Did it seem a little formulaic that they're still trying to remove it and they can't just quite get it out of there? Yeah, it did seem a little formulaic. It kind of diminishes the, the character, though. Like They have all of this intelligence and they have all this technology in Wakanda, but you can't take a rock out of a robot's head? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, there was like two million whatever connections, nerve endings, and you, man, you just stuff, get some so. wire clippers in that. It wasn't, like, it wasn't that simple. It wasn't like popping a pimple. I well, mean, may as well, may as well, because it got taken out anyway. Like that's the thing. They were like, "Well, this is like the this is dangerous to have him holding this stone." He's like, "Well, kill me." Well, you know what? Going on what you're saying there, I'm gonna say you're right because. This reminds me of the Peter Dinklage scene. Like, you know, like I said, they could have cut that. The whole, you know, we're going to go get, uh, what do they call it, Stormbreaker? What was Stormbreaker, the new, okay, the new, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt like that scene dragged on. Same thing there. Why didn't they just play it from the fact that, no, we can't remove the stone. Vision's going in the fight. We don't have to worry about setting up all this backstory where we're trying to remove the stone from his head. Vision goes in, he fights, they get the better of him. You know, that's the thing. He died anyway. That's what I'm saying. Why not go fighting? Like, you know, it... To me, yeah, I'm going to sit here on a hospital bed hoping <laughs> you can remove a stone from my head uh, while there's a battle going on. Well, you know, yeah. You know, Eli, I like that. Make, make him another go- a glove, then have Ant-Man shrink a vision down to fits in the glove, and boom, you're done. Right. Well, there you go. But maybe Ant Man could have got in there and uh, disconnected all the little. He would have done it quicker. (laughs) You're right. I mean, they could have went on Titan when they had Thanos all tied up and stuff like that before Star Lord was like punching him in the head, which I was like, "Mm -hmm. why are you doing that? And then I envision like the the stone comes out and Ant Man has to stay there and connect all the wires. Mm -hmm. And then he ends up being like the the gem in his head. Well, well, let's get it. Eli just brought up something there. Star Lord? Yeah. The the whole thing where Star Lord. A lot of. I've seen this a lot where people were like blaming Star Lord. For pretty much killing all life on Earth because he started the Gamora thing. Yeah, Yeah. stop, just stop. I mean, that's ridiculous. Of course, they were going to fail. They had to fail. They have Thanos had to accomplish his goal, so the Avengers could come in and set it all right. And it was completely believable that at that moment in time, with the way that they built, because that was one relationship they did do a good job building with Star-Lord and Gamora. Oh, they've been building that. Finding out in that moment that Gamora was dead, that he could not restrain himself, and he 
just lost it and started punching that dude in the face. That was totally believable. I bought yeah. every second you know, of that. Totally with his character, yes. too. Yeah, I'll second that. It's like, you know, when he found out that Ego killed his mom. Yeah. I look how he reacted there. Mm-hmm. He why sure as hell wasn't rational there. Well, no. Why didn't you just shoot him in the face? <laughs> well, he did it because it would turn to bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember when he said that? That was when the again that was a funny line in the movie where he said, "I'm going to blow that nutsack of a chin off your face." He yeah. had some funny lines. <laughs> he called him grimace. Yeah. <laughs> we both laughed on that one. Yeah. He had some funny lines in that. But no, I liked it. Yeah. No, I, I, no. I completely. I had no problem with that. I yeah, didn't. I didn't have any problem either. It's like okay, yeah. So maybe he didn't do that, and the the glove comes off. Mm-hmm. Who says Thanos is not going to come back and get the glove back? Yes. You know, I mean, seriously. I mean, I mean if, if the Hulk could not, well, yeah, who could have stopped Thanos right. from just going ahead and saying, "Give me that." back what are y'all fooling <laughs> well it is you know what it doesn't he, even fit you yeah. <laughs> if it you, doesn't fit you can't quit you it, gotta must quit if the club don't fit the you club, must if quit. the garlic don't fit you must quit <laughs> <laughs> i i would i would say okay if you, you use the star lord argument then that blame doesn't fall on star lord as well it's 50 50 right uh-huh it's uh what's the name mantra mantis 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 mantra yeah <laughs> That's her oh, sister, Mantra. Mantra. All she does is sit there and, and, and write fortune cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Mantra is our bestest up. They got, the, they got yeah. the one slutty sister, Mantra. She just chants to her. I guy, had like right? this quick Malibu comics thing popped in my head. It was Mantra. Wait, uh, Lee just said that he has, that has another slutty sister named Mattress. Mattress. <laughs> Mousekeeping. <laughs> I, I mean, that's all. It is, it's, 50, it's 50%. His fault and it's fifty percent her fault because she's actually supposed to put the dude to sleep. So when you see Star Lord beating his dude, well, she can punch someone to sleep. Was getting punched in the face. Well, I mean, this go ahead, make your antennas grow bigger. I don't know that you're trying to put him to sleep. She's just trying to like control rel- him. Yeah, ease his mind. He's fighting her. He has the mind stone at that point, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's not really using it. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, well then didn't did somebody have this hand? Like, didn't Spidey wrap up his hand? And he couldn't get to Spidey it. Spidey had it, and yeah, Iron Man yeah, had it, and Iron Man had the other hand. Right? Doctor Strange uh, had Dr. to wrap Strange's it. Cape yeah, had it at one time. Yeah, because which I didn't realize those are two different characters. Apparently, that Doctor Strange is a character, and his cape is like a separate entity. Yes. Yeah, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> did not even had one loyal cape. Yeah. One loyal. What's he say? You're one loyal piece of fabric. <laughs> that's his ward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but I, I would say that's a fifty-fifty thing. I mean, you know, it makes sense with Star Lord get mad, but yeah, Mantis could be like, "Hey, let me put a little extra dopamine on this guy." The, the kind of slow yeah, guy. Yeah, but you never bought Mantis as being just this powerful. Um, entity where she could overpower something as, as, as powerful as Thanos and put just relax his mind and put him to sleep. I never got that impression. I mean, I, Maybe she did I've pretty good could, with Ego. She did. She relaxed him and put him to sleep. Yeah, but That's a planet. It's a planet, but Thanos is a god. Yeah, but God, it didn't use his powers at that instant. I'm just saying, like, if everybody's going out on the internet saying it's all Star-Lord's fault, I, I'm saying it's, it's 50-50. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it saying. might be a thing was like, you know, Mantis could probably control him for a little bit, but I mean, any longer and there's right. like, no, no, you know, all, all bets are off. Well, she was controlling him, but yeah, I mean, like, Ego broke out of her but control. She was yeah, saying, like, yeah, yeah, hurry up, because right. I can only do this for so long. Yeah, right. So yeah. she's useless, so I, too. I can kind of believe, only, but only for, so if it, if she did it for like an hour, like the rest of the movie, I've been like, oh, no. He's like, you got one job, one job. <laughs> I don't blame anyone in that situation. I mean, if anything, I, I would have to blame Nebula. Nebula 
Nebula is probably the most at fault because she's the one who spelled it out for Star Lord. Don't you get it? He killed her. <laughs> is basically what he's saying. So I was like, no, tell me well, she's lying. That's, that's in her character as well. <laughs> just to be so blunt. Now that's okay. Now wait, that's another point. Okay, that's another negative. Okay, so she's suspended in midair. Mm-hmm. She can't get out of it. The the guy, whatever that guard is, that royal guard for the emperor, whatever that comes in and like oh, the guy that fixes puts it together, right? Yeah. So she does the a headbutt or something like that, and it's like, okay, how do you still get out of being suspended in midair? There's no. <laughs> There's nothing there. Well, there was a band of Ewoks down on the floor below (laughs) that knocked out the force field that was surrounding her for that one moment in time. Oh, okay. Han Solo helped out. Yeah, Han Solo helped out, and then, you know, uh, Chewie shot the door and got him in. Well, I'm just saying, that one part kind of took me out of it, because, like, there's no way to get out of something like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah. I never really questioned that aspect of it, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't either at the time when I saw the movie, but now that I think about it, it's like, well, yeah, there's a good point there. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I looked at. I was like, wait, you're in midair. There's no console around, like, underneath you or something like that. Like, it was a, a little bit of ways away from her, but... Well, maybe since she wasn't all spread apart in, in, in different pieces, maybe now that she was all together, she had her full faculties and... She, she could hack it. Maybe. <laughs> and she's half machinery, maybe. That was painful to watch, though, when he would stretch her out like that. Like, oh, that was like, freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. I, like, I don't know, I dug that. I was like, damn. Reminds me of a girl I used to date. She That's said she liked daughter. to get tied up by ropes. <laughs> what was her safe word? No safe word. She Popcorn? just like getting tied Ma- up by mantra. <laughs> mantra. <laughs> mantra. Yeah. Mantra. Safe word was mantra. <laughs> Likes that mantra. Oh, that was that was a badass. I, I like that. That was yeah. That was crazy. That was that was absolutely crazy. But um, that's I mean that's like kind of like this nitpicking points. But yeah, that's that's really picking nits. Uh, yeah, but. I'm talking about like, like really overwhelming things that kind of took you out of the movie. Took you out of there it. There wasn't much. No. There was not much. Like I said, no, I can't. I really can't think of anything major. I mean, I didn't really care for Doctor Strange that much. I mean, but that's just more. Maybe number one, I didn't see the, his movie. Maybe you're so, jealous of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's good looks. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> but actually, when I see him, all I think about is Dharma and Greg. And it's not even him, but that guy remind, he reminds me of that uh, guy for some reason. That's a dude from Criminal so, Minds. What? Yes, Thomas exactly. Gibson, I don't know why. Like, I'm like, minds. wait a minute. This is not. Why is Darman Greg on on Marvel? I was like, oh, it's not him. That's Benedict Cumberbund. Yeah, yeah, Cumberbund. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Thomas Gibson is the guy that was on Darman <laughs> Benedict Greg. Cumberbund. Darman Greg. That's his prom name. I don't know what's worse. That he's looking at. Doctor Strange and thinking about Dharma and Gregor, you know the actor who played Greg. Well, because he was on Criminal Minds, uh, I'm good with yeah, Criminal Minds. I, you know what? I'm glad you guys mentioned that because I, I forgot. I promised Hannah I would bring this up in the podcast because when we drove back from the movie, she wanted me to bring this up. Oh yeah, okay, okay. go ahead, bring it up. So you What's know up? how Doctor Strange, when they're on the ship and uh, Emily Ma's flying out of, into space, and Ebony. So, Ebony, my bad. Ebony, 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 Ma- <laughs> Ebony Ivory are flying out in the space? Yeah, Eb- Ebony Mantra is out in space. And so he <laughs> says, like, hey, look, if they want this stone, I will just sacrifice all of you to, you know, keep the stone safe, right? And then, like, towards the end, while they're on Titan, mm-hmm. he gives her the stone. He gives up the stone. So yeah. Hannah's theory was is that Dr. Strange feels that uh, Iron Man is going to have a baby, what? With Pepper, and that's why he let. That's if they Iron get back Man together. Live. 
Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. She's like, I mean, just bring you know, that up. No. I think they're kind of. I mean, based on the beginning of the movie, they're, I mean, they're kind of strained now because she didn't want him to go out into space, and then you know she wanted him to come back because they had a dinner date. No, I think it was because like when he went in the future and he said that he saw ten million possibilities right. and only won one. I think that well, that was knew, the one yeah. he knew that. The only way to win was by giving up the gems, which is, again, kind of true to the comic book, which is the only way to beat Thanos was to kind of let him have it, get so drunk with his own power that he allowed himself to be... Yeah, Lip. yeah, that yeah. happened in the, the, the comic, uh, the the cartoon too. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, I thought battle. like the one way he could have said was, "Hey, stop, Starla, stop punching that man in the face." <laughs> we try to get the gauntlet well, off. Well, apparently, of him. he foresaw. You didn't hear Doctor Strange saying, "Whoa, stop that! <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out! <laughs> Cut it out! That is not helping the situation." But, yeah. but yeah, I agree. That there was, I mean, that's nitpicking. But I mean, like that movie, this. On its own, was like wow. That's, that's it was inter- it was entertaining. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm pe- glad it ended the way that it ended. Uh, Let me, I got a question for you. Mm. My personal uh, feeling on this is that of everybody, like they all talk about. Yes, you know, people getting old, so I got to kill some people off and bring in the new crew. I never got that feeling that like you know all of them look too old, but Don Cheadle did look very old to me. <laughs> Don Cheadle looked like, and I love Don Cheadle, but. He just That's because he did that Rwanda movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, because he felt it his death. I liked, I liked it when he played Sammy Davis Jr. in uh in the Rat Pack movie, but maybe if he ate something or so he like he just looked a little too skinny. Like his head was bigger than his entire body. <laughs> yeah. Like no. he looked like the Ebony Maw character. <laughs> <laughs> like Snoke. Yeah, it's yeah, like right? he was all head. It's like eat something, Don Cheeto, please. One last, one well, last what complaint. I, what, else, what else do we have? Yeah, one, one last, last complaint. complaint. One last complaint. Okay, so out of the Black Order, Corvus Glave is uh, the the one that was always going after Vision. Yeah, I think he got the least amount of love as far as showing what his skills were, mm-hmm. as compared to the rest of like, because uh, I like him visually. What's his name? Corvus Glover. Chris Glover. Crispin Glover. Chris Danny Glover? Glover? No, Crispin. <laughs> it's Crispin Glover. Yeah. You know, Marty. <laughs> Marty, it's your kids. Hey, you take your damn hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can do anything you put your mind to, Marty. All right, what about Crispin Glover? <laughs> yeah, so Crispin Glover, I just think, like, out of the four of them, like, he didn't get a chance to really shine because he really has a serious badass weapon in the books. Like, that axe Is allows that him, axe? Yeah. Yeah. It allows him to regenerate and it, it even has uh scared off the Hulk. So like in the books, not Again in the movie. with this Hulk scared? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why Hulk didn't want to come out because he saw the axe. But like I don't think they gave him axe they, envy. They didn't yeah. like you say to put in a wrestling term, they didn't really put him over. I believe the other three, but him, it was just like, Oh, he's dead. Okay, yeah, show up again. Oh, he dead again. Is he the one that got that died in the shield? Yeah, he no, was, well, he no. died. He got stabbed by Vision. He got stabbed oh, by Vision, okay, okay. and then he got he got killed in uh, Scotland. But I like I like that character visually. But I would have liked to have seen some more out of that. I don't think he got enough. I uh, look, put over. I, w- I wanted more of the Black Order. I thought that was fantastic. I, I would love the that. fact that they finally built up a subordinate group of villains to where uh, yeah, well, you know, get rid of all this idea that everybody needs to fight. The whole idea of the uh, Avengers might is that there are uh, villains that are. W- more badass than these guys so the idea that you need millions of things for them to fight which creates a cgi thing that now you can't keep track of what's going on on screen have four or five really badass villains mm-hmm. 
and it takes the entire Avengers to take him down. They have to gang up. It's three on one just to take down somebody. There's nothing wrong with doing it like that. But for whatever reason, you could tell like when they got to the point, they're like, well, we need to make this more epic than what it is. You know, let's bring in all the Wakanda, uh, uh, the, yeah, the warriors, yeah, all the yeah. tribes, yeah. and yes. then put them up against the Resident Let, Evil yeah, cre- uh, mutants. Yeah, you send each yeah. one of them to a different spot, and boom. I mean, it's like the three storms, it. like from Big Trouble Little China, you know? Exactly. So there's five nice. of them. I like that. I mean, the three storms. Comparison. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like Jack and him, they couldn't do it without like any other help, you know, but they, they I would have liked that. <laughs> or, or like uh, the Deadly Viper assassination squad from like Kill Bill, where Bill had yeah, his yeah, little yeah, group yeah, of people, yeah. and they each had their skill set. And they're different personalities, and they protected Bill, and they did his bidding. That is a, a, a winning formula to me. I would have taken more of that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, instead I, of just giving them just like small screen time on the one movie. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, I would agree with that. Having said all that, I mean, yeah, it, this was an enjoyable movie. I mean, it was fun. They did it. They they absolutely did it. Yeah. It was it was epic. It, it was a thrill ride. I, I enjoyed uh, just about every moment I was in the theater watching yeah. that. No, no, that was that was a lot of fun. That was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else that we hadn't covered with this movie that we wanted to chat about? I don't think so. I think we've pretty much gone over this uh, again and again. Yeah. Very different ways of Sunday. I mean, well, well, question. Did you yeah, like well, the Iron Spider? The Spider-Man, Iron Man combination? The octopus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't dislike it. I didn't necessarily love it. Um, Doc Ock. You know, it, it, the Doc Ock version of Spidey. It yeah. was It was necessary for this story. Is that something I want to see out of Spider-Man going forward? No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I I didn't mind it, but yeah, you're right. Spider-Man in space, he wouldn't last too long. Right. Maybe maybe they in the next one, maybe they bring back Ronan because he was a big part in the Infinity. I thought Ronan died, didn't he? Ronan did die. In, uh, in Guardians I, but you know, 1, right? wait, 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 hold on. No, Ronan got disintegrated by the stone, didn't he? Oh and yeah, yeah. You yeah. saw what happened to Red Skull. He became a, maybe uh, Ronan's a spirit guide somewhere in another planet. over at Hogwarts. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he shows up. He's and does another dance of the dark arts. <laughs> professor of the dark arts. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Maybe. Weasley, what yeah. are you doing? <sighs> maybe Page does American Idol. Three hundred and forty-two. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so no, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I absolutely. thought he was a badass villain. I thought he was a badass villain. I thought Red Skull was a badass villain. Mm-hmm. I, I like those badass villains that had little backstory and not the need to sympathize with everything that they did. And they were just scary. And you knew when they were on screen that they, was, they would do anything. It didn't matter. And it, now it matters. Now everything has got to be touchy feely. It does take the it, it does take the impact out of who's good, who's not. It it doesn't make it as as clear as it used to be. I don't like you said earlier. I don't mind the quest to get the stones. Right. I like that. It's but like, yeah, you know what it's like, it's like. You watch Jaws, right? Right. What makes Jaws such a great villain, for lack of a better word, in that movie? It's because you can't stop him. <laughs> you can't reason with them. There's no like hey, Jaws. Even can't be barking yes, Jaws. So not like, like James Bond Jaws. No, <laughs> no, not like James Bond the Jaws. fish. Yeah. Like, even oh, when he eats, a shark. even when he eats Quint, you're like, well, he's full. He's a shark. <laughs> he's had his meal. He's gonna go on. He's gonna take a nap. Nope. I mean, that's what makes a great villain. There's no barking. There's no reasoning. If he's set his sights on you, you're screwed. Name like a, any of the great villains. Like Darth Vader was a great villain until you learned about all this emotional baggage and backstory stuff. Right. And all of a sudden you're like, eh, he's kind of a wuss now. You know, it, it took away the mystique once you started to learn. Like, oh, wow. So he's. I like him. He's troubled, yeah. He I feel it. for him. He lost his mom to sand people. Oh. <laughs> he lost his mom to sand people. Yeah. 
<laughs> you ever notice, like, whenever they go back and they're like, let's explain where the villain came from. Like, Maleficent, for Christ's sake. My God, Maleficent. They, they stripped everything away. Yeah, there you go. villain, I mean, in, in any story, the villain is pretty much like the crux of the story mm-hmm. because you do the heroes just have to you have to pretty much look at the heroes mm-hmm. and you get that here let me ask you this is this is this part of like this a new age sensibility is this part of the new world we live in where everything needs to be explained and explored and no one's really bad everyone is just like you know has misunderstood has issues and we're all human deep they down. came from socioeconomic uh, I think it is. Honestly, uh, I think it is. Yeah, that, that could actually be a part of what we're saying. I mean, I'm saying it like seriously, like, you know, where no one's really bad. They just came from, you know, social, economical. Or I'm not bad. I'm just drawing that way. Yeah. I'm just draw- I, I think that, no, that's a good uh-huh. point. I mean, you, you figure that like this in the earlier years when they made these comic book movies and they would have these villains that would come out, you would either identify with the actor, like, mm-hmm. oh, I like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. I right. like, you know, Heath Ledger. Yeah. You know, but then you have to go ahead and you figure the critics or the people that watch these movies years back were like, oh, I don't like seeing all this killing. I don't like seeing this person being so evil. And it's like, yeah, but you need that for the story to work. You have to have that bad guy yes. that just says, yeah, I'm just wiping stuff out so you could root for the hero. That's what it's about. Otherwise, it would be called Thanos' Quest. And Avengers just kind of show up. Michael Caine said it best in in the Dark Knight Returns. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, and that's the most dangerous type of individual you can deal with. And that's what I'm saying. Like these new, I'd be interested to hear Mr. Hercher's thoughts on this one because yeah. I'm sure he'd blame it on millennials, and that would cause a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to see if that's what he thinks is to blame here. Is that millennials have uh, shapened. Uh, the role of the villain right. now going forward to where you have to have an understanding. Understanding, yeah. Somewhere, yes. somewhere, somebody out there is going, I love the depth at which they gave Thanos. <laughs> the character, it's more than two dimensions, he's three dimensions. Yes, so many layers. Mind, and I lo- so many layers like an onion, like <laughs> Shrek. You must pee in that. very, very good. My what about a cake? <laughs> what about a cake, Shrek? A cake got there? <laughs> parfait, what about a parfait? What? Everybody likes parfaits. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Boy, you ain't never seen nobody like, hey, I want a parfait. No, I, want, I don't like no parfait. <laughs> but, no, seriously, you weren't here when we did the Black Panther review. And right. both Eli and, and Lee were gushing over Killmonger. They yeah. wanted him to be redeemed. Yeah. They wanted at the end to hear And I'm like, well, that's not a great villain. The, the great villain should not have you be like, ooh, I like him more than the hero. That you is know? true. You Because you identified with Killmonger a lot more than, yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, you just... You're supposed to be terrified of this guy. You're supposed to be like, ooh. Like, I walked away from the Dark Knight seeing Heath Ledger's portrayal as a Joker and was oh, like, that was awesome. oh, my yeah. God. I did not want Heath Ledger to be redeemed in any way. I did not want yeah. the Joker to be redeemed at the end of that movie. I wanted him to go away like he did. Yeah. We're, we're destined to do this forever. I'm never going to give up. Right. You know, that's what makes a great villain. Not like... It's a beautiful sunset, isn't it, T'Challa? Yes, it is, Eric. Hold my hand. <laughs> die peacefully in my arms. I don't want to die like this. Just let me go. We can save you. I don't want it. I don't want to be part of this. That's right. Yeah. More people love that Killmonger guy than they did the T'Challa guy. Because yeah. it was uh, an I'm identifiable a, thing. Yeah. yeah. It was. And I it, still like Black... I mean, you can tell by my shirt. I still love Black Panther. I'm like, I did, too. I, I was, I I was rocking and rolling when, when they finally got to Wakanda. <laughs> you know? It's like, yes! I felt like too many people gave Killmonger too much love. Yeah, it was no, a great no, portrayal, no. but you shouldn't have walked away loving the villain more than you did the hero. 
All right. No, yeah. yeah, it yeah, just no, this yeah. is how they made it. This no doubt. No doubt. It. All right, so we're kind of wrapping up our discussion here, and uh, well, I'm, we're definitely curious to know what the rest of the Mohican Nation thinks about this movie, especially uh, you know off some weekend. You know, he's been itching to hear what we thought about this movie. So, uh, yeah, all you guys write into us, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that movie review of Avengers Infinity War. If you want to learn more about us, uh, the website's the way to go, magicarway.com. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us to voice your opinions through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com. You can call or text us. I did say text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 669-4226. And you can also go to our homepage again and leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on that homepage on the right-hand side. And of course, we got a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli, who does things with comic books. He's our resident Marvel ace, guy that knows everything that's going on and helps us understand these movies a lot better and even soothes my soul about Incredible Hulk as well as Ant-Man. And uh, he's about to tell you how you can get more information about his particular world that he's developing on his own. Eli, yeah. tell him what you got going on. Yeah, hey, look. Soothe the soul, man. Hey, man, look, I, I tried it. I don't even need a soul stone to do some soothing of the soul. <laughs> I you just need it. that mantra stone. Yeah, I just need that mantra. What's happening? <laughs> uh, you know, you don't need Red Skull to show you how to get the Soul Stone. You already got Soul. That's right. All I need is FM ninety eight and some Barry White. Baby. You need that red mantra. Oh yeah, or that mantra skull. Right. Not that blue mantra though. Not that Not blue, blue mantra. mantra. No, no, blue mantra too cold. No. No. About that. You want mantra. that red mantra that's too hot. Right. Hot. Hot. I was right in the middle. Puka. Hot mantra. Hot tub. Watch out. Stick your toe in. Who too much. Good clean mantra. Wow. I like that mantra. Yeah. That's all natural fruits and berries. <laughs> yeah, <Hey>, you know, <laughs> that one of the things was funny is like after the movie was over, my daughter and I were driving and she was like, you know, dad, you can make some stories like that. And I'm like, well, Hannah, you're absolutely right. Have you read some more of these comic books lately that I've done? Because you can always go to www.ivacomics.com. You can go and see Project Geisha issues one and two. All right. Fully done. You can order them right there. Preview pages for savages. I'm like, hey, baby, you need to go ahead and take a look at this. I'm going to go ahead and grow some stories to get to that point. Because I tell you what, one thing that is always good about the Bowican Nation and doing this podcast is the love always comes back. This is how the artistic buffs get stronger because we build each other up. So I love it. When you're a member of the Mawican Nation, you're always on a Disney vacation. Hey! hey. That's how you say it. Oh, greetings and salutations. I like it. Absolutely. Peace to the nations. And hey. um, just kind of uh, go along with your whole comic book thing. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, but uh, uh, Mr. Mononymous did not go to Muppets. Not because of Rochelle. Oh. And, and Rochelle posted this on Facebook. She said Lillian was at not, did not want to go. Oh, you know what? His, his kid didn't. His kid did not want to go on the ride, so oh, he was man. unable to make it to Muppets. That's that, what she, that's what that Rochelle has like reported a, to us. Seems like a likely excuse. You know what's funny? <laughs> Blame the child. Sure. You know what's funny about that? Like, I mean, I know I'm, I usually do the spiel, but really quick, because I was going to ask you about that after the show was over. Yeah, I figured I'd bring that up since you know you brought up the whole thing last week about putting her in a comic book. But I actually, alas, I actually worked. The sketch up. <laughs> oh, did you really? I did. Oh. I worked the sketch up. Oh, just in case. Interesting. Just in case that would have happened. It was like, you know, 
it was like she had a cool hat. She had like all her hair out. Did, she you, had like this, did this, you send them the copy of the sketch, and that's why she decided not? I to did go. not because I didn't know what the results <laughs> were going to be. It, not worth it. That's this, scary. This is, this, I don't want this in a cliche. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd been awesome, but like, yeah. But again, she would have, you know, had a choice. Like I was like, you know, I was really inspired by that. I was like, you know what? I got to put my money where my mouth is. So I, yeah, I, I drew money, up my money on my mind. Boom, boom. So I, yeah, I figured you'd be interested in those. So now you can, I guess, you can put it back in the vault, and maybe in a, such a challenge arises when she, you know, she's able to do it. Then uh, I guess we won't it. be getting that Muppets intro ash. Oh yeah. Well, he did say he was gonna watch videos and stuff, and it's not the same. It's not, not the, the same. 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 He's right there. there. But it's okay. But I figured we all want to know that update. I saw that on Facebook. I was like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, thank you for that because I, yeah. I was curious to see how that was played out because we were going all out. Yeah, you were, we were throwing it. Yeah, I was no, kind of with that. Y'all threw down. I was with my but weekend brothers right there. I'm like, yeah, I want to see that happen. Did the proverbial throw down. I didn't see that. Like the only time I get on Facebook is when Kevin says, "Hey, Danny, somebody mentioned you. You got to go to Facebook." Yeah. Because I know you're not on Facebook. So exactly. I was like, oh, Thank this you. should be interesting for you to, no, to find out. No, I appreciate out. that. I did. Uh, yeah, because of re- yeah. Anyway, uh, um, if you if any of you guys want to go to Disney World and uh, check out Muppets Vision 3D. <laughs> You can do so with Lee. Lee, tell them how to book this vacation. All right. So uh, why don't you just give me a call at 413-319-8747. That's 413-INFINITY STONE. I-N-F-T-N-S-T-N. Sure, that works. You can email me at Lee at magicarway.com. As always, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. And we will get you booked up and hooked up with no. Infinity Vika. <laughs> nice. No, Viagra Vika. That was painful. The Hulk needs that Viagra Vika. <laughs> I didn't even say Viagra Vika. Hulk needs that Hulk of Vika. No, but you need the, the, Hulk, the Hulk needs it, though. Yeah, Hulk needs a beard. He's like playing Hulk. <laughs> That's the problem. That's it. <laughs> that Lee lost a Vika beard. He looks old enough that he's trying to pass an Infinity Stone. <laughs> 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 he tried to pass the Infinity Gauntlet. I like. <laughs> well, Lee. Speaking of that, you're, oh, you're in the next, in the next recording, the next show, you're going to be in town, so we'll get to see how you're doing with that Infinity yeah, Stone so. and how you're yeah. passing. So we're looking forward we'll to see, see you the, in studio. Yeah, I pass it right on the table there. There you go. Perfect. It'd be like you can't tell. Is it a Bucky Nugget or an Infinity Stone? Wow, somebody filmed that one right there. <laughs> yeah, we'll go live with that when uh, Lee passes the Infinity Stone. The cat's pissing here. Why not, Lee? Yeah, why not, Lee? And guys, if you want to support all of this, including Lee, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Mawiki Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And also, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We love hearing from you and appreciate our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Roy Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! My name is Kevin. Akira forever. Oh, Akira forever. Oh. Oh. Shout out to Mrs. Lily. Just yeah. a quick little shout out. Yeah, our, one oh. of our favorite restaurants that you always see us, like, you know, when we did the hibachi and the live yeah. Facebook thing that's closing. 
Yeah, it's going to reopen with new owners. We don't know what's going to happen. We're going to miss uh, Miss Lily and the Miss Lily and Kevin and Obama and the whole gang and wish them the best of luck and yes. rest. But did they leave Danny a gift? They left a Danny a gift that is akin to the gods. <laughs> Dude, uh, Dude, we're going to think we're gods by the time that's all said and done. Holy We'll be passing infinity stones left and right and holy giving them to us like cigars when you, people are having babies and stuff. I think I would have been so drunk off of this gifts that this man has got i can make the moon come from the sky <laughs> you know they always knew the way to our hearts and that's why we always went back and they're, they're great people would uh and, and we wish them well in their yes. hopefully in their their early retirement and well you know what we do is uh, now we go to different sushi restaurants we just bring that box and say no we got our own drinks tell what they gave you yeah 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 tell them what they gave you okay so they gave us a box of, of, of sake, sake. like you've seen the, the, the restaurant, the Japanese restaurant. The box is sitting on top of the warmer. Yes, it's about 4.6 gallons. Have mercy. Gallons! Of, of, of Ozeki sake. Plus, they gave us uh, 12 bottles of Chardonnay. Wow. Nice, nice, really nice Chardonnay. They gave us uh, five or six bottles of the uh, Ozeki dry uh, cold sake and then mm. a bottle of the black and gold sake. Plus, sake glasses, sake. Uh, wow. Potatoes. I mean, my God, I mean... Saki out the yin yang. Yeah, I'm just going to say... Bam, bam, bam. I mean, like, people already know you as a baller, Danny. I think this pretty much ups your status to, like, Beyonce baller or something like that. I've never... <laughs> no, you're now free baller. You are, like, all baller. He's all balls, no like, chef. <laughs> yeah, and, like, he was like, come check this out. Like, his refrigerator is, like, packed with sake. I was like, hey, <laughs> must come here and drink no, that's all love, man. That ain't that ain't balling. That's you know when you no. develop good relationships yeah. with good people. Absolutely, and, you know, and uh, they were great people, man. They they are, they were awesome. Awesome. I wish I could have seen them on the last day, but hopefully they'll reopen the business. And I'll get to patronize them again because yeah, they were, they were just them, awesome people. Yeah, I wished them very well. Yeah. They were very good. I'm yeah. gonna miss uh, j- dropping by there whenever we want just to say hello. So yeah, absolutely. So guys, once again, uh, we say Akira forever. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Kevin Bacon. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italian. Hey, you know what, song he that? what song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, <laughs> give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. 
you know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 